Manx Radio Sport. Good evening and welcome to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. Rob Pritchard with you here until 6.30pm this evening. Coming up tonight... A crucial top-of-the-table battle in Division 2 is among the pick of the ties in the Manx Football Leagues this weekend, whilst FC Isle of Man are on the road again with an exciting test in the FA Vars. In rugby, after a huge win last weekend, Douglas face a real battle away from home on Saturday, whilst Vagabonds Ladies make their home debut. And in hockey, a hugely important battle at the foot of the mixed Premier League this weekend, as the contest at the top and bottom of the divisions continues on Saturday. That is all to come this evening. Kicking things off, we're looking at Manx football and as the battles continue across the divisions going into the latest round of fixtures, the battle is also hotting up, looking a couple of weeks forward to who might be getting involved in the Decart Railway Cup going towards the end of the year. Well, as ever, to look through what's coming up this weekend, we have Tony Mappam in attendance. Tony, very good evening. Good afternoon, Rob. I'm glad you brought up about the Railway Cup because it uh, certainly is starting to hot up now because teams have played five, six games. Some have played seven. Uh, they got to get up to that 12 mark and it's the first uh, 12 of the first half of the season. The uh, second bit doesn't count if you uh, haven't completed your fixtures. And what an impressive uh, time it is. Boxing Day, it's in the afternoon. So you can uh, watch the Railway Cup final and then go out and have a couple of beers and enjoy the uh, Premiership when that's on telly later. It's an absolute brilliant day. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely, and all that's to come as well. So let's take a look at the weekend fixtures, all kicking off at 2.30pm with one exception, which we'll come to. We'll start with the Canada Life Men's Premier League, and it's a busy old day. There are six fixtures down. Uh, let's take a look at the top one we've got here, St George's at home to Russian. Yeah, well, when you look at the league table, uh, I know you're new to all this, but uh, certainly these two teams, you're looking at the top of the table and uh, to see uh, Russian bottom and uh, St George's uh, 12th, it's changing times for them at the moment. Uh, both teams not having enough players. FC Isle of Man have taken a few from both. Uh, but uh, I think uh, when you look at St George's, the last team they had out, people like uh, Sam Kane, Nathan Cardi, Ashley Higginbottom, Kira McNulty, all sort of uh, FC Isle of Man players. It shows you the strength that was in there. But uh, St John's still did a great job on them. As were with their uh, Russian struggling. Big time, and I don't know what's gone wrong. I know I've spoken to you off air saying about uh, Russian that last year I thought they covered the cracks so, so well with players who were taken in by FC Isle of Man. Uh, but since then, uh, it's hard for them this season. And I know last game out for Davies, Luca Moretta, two of the uh, FC Isle of Man players in that squad. Stevie Ryden's back from injury. Alex Guy's a good player to bring back in. But it's um, real tough for them at the moment. And they've got tough games coming up. And uh, in this one, if they've got the team that they expect to have, I just see St. Joseph beating Russian. And then we move out to Laxey. And they're going to be hosting the current league leaders, St. John's. Yeah, and uh, St. John's have uh, really done well. Uh, they've been impressive. Uh, they've played some real good teams and done well out of them. Um, the form of people like Kieran Brock, uh, Dean Lees, who uh, was on the sub-bench last week, they look as if they've got a good goalkeeper in Alex Haddock, and it's really good. Unsung heroes are people like uh, Ray Lovell, who's uh, doing really well in that midfield with uh, Andrew Chadwick. And it's uh, Sam Brown must be absolutely delighted with it. But Laxey are an awkward team. I've seen the team uh, for tomorrow, and it's looking pretty strong. And uh, with uh, sort of the players that they can bring in, Sam Gelling, hopefully he's in the squad tomorrow. Tom Smith will be there as well. David Reynolds uh, experience there. Max Shirley's in the squad. I think uh, Laxey will try their best to take the points away from St John's. But I just think St John's at the moment, the form that they're in, Rob, going to be too strong. Very well. And then we've got a Douglas Derby, Douglas High School Old Boys against Douglas Royal. 
Yeah, and Douglas Royal 10th, and uh, at the moment they've just been sort of uh, dragged down uh, towards the bottom of the table. The reason why that is, players missing like Dominic McCarry Brennan, Lewis Roberts, Carl Watson have been brought in um, to the FC Alamance squad, but uh, Andy Asprey is still there, banging the goals in. Uh, but old boys, the week before against Air United, I was really impressed with them, and I thought, old boys aren't going to struggle. But then last week, um, Union Mills just, I thought, took them apart. And when you've got players in there like John Quirk, Robbie Ward, Sam Holiday, good experience in them, and you've just got to let the young fellas develop. I think it's going to be a tough afternoon for old boys. I just think Royal will be too strong for them. And then we move on, and uh, Moran, they're going to be hosting, well, one of the teams in form at the moment, Union Mills. I was so, so impressed with uh, Union Mills last week, and it was rough weather uh, just after half-time. Uh, I didn't venture out. I stayed in the clubhouse. I wasn't going anywhere. Uh, but uh, when you look at uh, the three sort of main players that you've got in there, Luke Booth with a hat-trick, Jordan Crawley, uh, Tyler Hughes, who, who looks so, so good going forward. I just think um, Paul Guyver's got a, a rich... Uh, sort of talent there in front and if you can score goals and defend quite well and that was what they did last week then they're going to take the points as well with around okay they lost 3-2 to air uh, but uh, they're looking a lot stronger than they were two or three weeks ago when I saw them Cameron Avery's uh, back in the squad Nathan Tears a good goalkeeper Mikey Callister looks as if he's got his scoring boots and then uh, midfield you've got people like Connor Gilbert and also Owen Hurt Moran I think will make it difficult for Union Mills, but I just think Union Mills at the moment are playing the best that I've ever seen them play for a long, long time. Absolutely. Well, uh, the next one here, Onken, they're going to be hosting Air United. Yeah, I don't know if uh, Onken's uh, first team's been affected, but certainly the combination have uh, struggled to get players together and the game's been cancelled in the combination uh, one. But it's Onken eighth, Air United third, and uh, Jason Crane uh, at his new club started scoring goals. Deacon Lombard Chibnall, like the look of him. He was a little bit quiet against old boys, uh, but looking good. Cameron Tors got pacey. Declan Cummins works hard in that midfield. And Nick Hurt, he's I'm still trying to remember his age, 46, 48, playing well, gluing it all together. Johnny Shields in there as well. So well done to her at the moment. But Onken, very young team. Um, you know, they'll be proud of their start in this uh, top league because they've been in Div 2 for a long, long time. Uh, Josh Kenyuk, uh, James Carouche, Paul Whitley, and Barry English, I think, will be back in the starting lineup. And I think David uh, Reese is buzzing with the way they're performing. So I've got to go for air to win it, but Onken will give them a real good battle with the younger players there. They're getting better every week. Just a point there on Nick Hurt. I'm pretty sure a couple of weeks ago I saw him execute one of the most perfect Maradona turns I've ever seen. Oh, he's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah. (laughs) And the uh, the last game in the Canon Life Men's Premier League this weekend. This could be an interesting one. Corinthians against Ramsey. Well, it is because if you look at the league table there, Corinthians have only played three games. Uh, So, uh, you know, when you look at... uh, sort of the last time they played, they played okay. Uh, but, you know, that big gap, will it sort of affect them? Um, they've played three. The team above them have played seven. So that's like a month of football, That if you say what, a game a week, that's four weeks. Uh, but uh, they've scored 13 goals in three games. And I think uh, Tom uh, Callister's been doing really well. Jay Chatwood's finding his feet now in this uh, Premier League. Ryan Gartland and uh, Danny Gerrard playing well in midfield. Uh, so Corinthians will make it difficult, but Corinthians got a bit of a pasting from Ramsey pre-season in a friendly. And uh, when you look at uh, Ramsey current form, they've dropped four points out of six. Uh, so they'll try and correct that. Chris Duggan, um, you know, is a thorn in front of uh, goal. He's a really good player. Jack Gilbert's there as well. Matthew Montgomery. Kirill Villev's been a good signing because, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, Rice is uh, playing for FC Isle of Man. 
and I noticed on a recent team sheet Matthew Skillicorn. So whether he's back from Australia, New Zealand, where he was, he's an excellent player before it went. I think I'm going to just go for Corinthians just. Uh, but I think uh, this, again, is going to be a really good game. And Ramsey have got everything to try and get right to see if they can get the points to get into the Decart Railway Cup semi-finals. Plenty to think about. OK, let's have a quick rattle through the other divisions. We've got five games in DPS Limited Division 2. One of those is the early kickoff at one forty-five, And arguably, this is the tie of the weekend to watch out for. Yeah, you wouldn't normally say that uh, for Michael, but fair play. And I spoke to Kenny Dyack a couple of weeks ago and he said, we're looking good. Um, don't count us out. So I thought, fair play. Scored 17 goals in the last three games, so they're pretty good in front of goal. Uh, most of them goals scored by Liam Kane, Kieran Lane, Sam Greasley as well. But uh, St Mary's aren't bad, neither are they. If you remember seven days ago, 13 goals they scored against Douglas Athletic. And uh, in the thick of it was Owen Canapa and James uh, McGinn. Close battle, but I just think Samaris have got enough to win. And four game four other games to be fair. There might be one in the spotlight, but four other games in Division Two. Yeah, let's have a look at the second one. Brad and second Ramsey you centre eighth. Dylan Parrish and uh, Martin Murphy, Jamie Brew, good players for Ramsey U centre. But for Braddon, nine-one uh, winners against their uh, governors in the last game. Just lost their uh, four-two to St Mary's. So it shows you that they're right up there. Very young team. Uh, Callum Holden, Carl Jackson in there. And then you've got experience of Mark and Ben O'Neill. Going to go for Braddon to win. Castletown against James. Castletown fourth, James tenth. Uh, Edson De Silva, Alex Crawley are the main uh, goal scorers for Castletown. So they expect them to have a comfortable win against James. Colby seventh, Douglas Athletic ninth. The way Athletic have been conceding goals, 25 in the last five games. You have to go for Colby to win. And Foxdale fifth, Douglas and District sixth. Uh, Daniel Stewart-Clegg will be the main one for D&D to get the goals, but a strong win against uh, Ramsey Centre for Foxdale and a couple of goals there for Alex Hughes, so they're in good form. I'll just go for Foxdale to win. Very well, then we're into the Combination Leagues. Canada Life Combi won. There are four games now, not five. There is, and uh, St John's against uh, Laxey. I'm going to go for uh, St John's to win in that. I think they'll be too strong. Uh, Douglas Royal against Douglas High School. Old boys, you know, old boys struggling to get a team out and also when they do play, conceding a lot of goals. So I've got to go for Royal to win. Uh, Union Mills against uh, Moran. Union Mills combis just like the first team. You know, a lot of quality young players in there, so I've got to go for Union Mills. Air against Onken has been postponed due to Onken not being able to field a team. A lot of players away. And uh, Ramsey against uh, Corinthians should be a close battle, but I'll just go for current form, and that's for Corinthians to win that. And last but certainly not least, four games in DPS Limited Combi 2. Yeah, Michael against uh, St Mary's. I think uh, St Mary's uh, should win that, so we'll wait and see how strong their team's going to be. Uh, we've got uh, Jim's against Castletown. I'm going to go for Castletown to win there. Uh, D&D against Foxdale. D&D have been uh, given a, a gold card at the moment because a couple of games that they've played in, um, they have uh, might have lost, uh, certainly lost in one, and they've been awarded the points because of rule infringement by the opposition. So they're going well, so I've got to go for D&D. And uh, Ramsey Centre against Braddon. I'm going to stick my neck out on that one and go for Braddon to win. Very well, and uh, just a reminder, there are no football fixtures on Sunday as the start of half-term gets underway. But we'll have a quick look as well. FCL of Man are back on the road this weekend, and they've got a long journey to the northeast of England. Stockton on Tees, in fact, they're going to take on Billingham Town in the first round proper of the FA Vars on Saturday. The Ravens will be encouraged by a positive run of performances despite narrow losses in their last three games on the bounce. We're looking to this weekend. Uh, Billingham Town 
Manx Outfit's opponents. They are going to be offering a very tough task. Craig Hughes's side, they currently sit top of the Northern League Division 2 with 13 wins from their 17 league outings so far. And they're on a decent recent run as well. They have four wins from their last five in all competitions, scoring 21 times during those and conceding just four in the same amount of games. Billingham Town versus FC Isle of Man. That's taking place at Bedford Terrace on Saturday. It's kicking off at 3pm. So, Tony, very quickly, your thoughts. We talked about this on Saturday Sport Classified last week, and there seems to be a consensus that FC Isle of Man have been rather unlucky to have ended up with the results they've had, given the performances they've put in. Yeah, they have, and we keep saying, or I keep saying, that it's uh, the complete opposite to last year. Last year, when they needed a bit of luck, they got it. Uh, but uh, it's good to see sort of uh, one or two players coming back uh, into the uh, training squad again. Sean Dawes back in training. Uh, I noticed Thursday morning he was down at the bowl. Also Dan Simpson as well. So uh, some really good players uh, to come in. But the young players have done FC Alaban really proud. And as you rightly say, Rob, last Sunday, a real tough uh, sort of fixture for them. But they did really well and uh, just missing out towards the end. So let's hope tomorrow afternoon um, they get a better result continuing that. And then we've got a home game uh, a week tomorrow uh, at the bowl and uh, it'd be nice to watch them just see how they're going and see the uh, players that have been struggling with injury young players and older players all coming back in it gives uh, Bassi and Dicko a little bit of a problem to pick out their best squad because there's a lot of quality in there and uh, one or two are going to be disappointed very true. Well, uh, yeah, uh, FCL of Man away at Billingham Town in the first round proper of the FA Vars, 3pm tomorrow at Bedford Terrace. Tony, thank you very much. And My we'll pleasure. be catching up with you tomorrow. Okay, so moving on to rugby after a huge win on home soil last weekend, it looks like it'll be back to the grindstone for Douglas when they head back on the road in the Regional 2 Northwest League tomorrow. Meanwhile, a home debut awaits for Vagabonds ladies. Vagas men's are away in the County's 3 ADM Langs Cheshire League, and there's a domestic cup competition action in the south of the island. I spoke to Dave Christian today to see how he thinks the respective contests could pan out. Starting with Douglas, uh, I, I wouldn't fancy that trip, to be quite honest. Uh, they're away at Anselmians on the Wirral, and uh, Anselmians are going really, really well in the competition. Uh, played six, won six. Uh, they've got six bonus points. There's absolutely yet no chance, in my view at least, that Douglas have got to come back with uh, points from this particular game. Um, it's been a difficult start for them. Uh, they picked up that win last week against Altrincham Kersall at Port of Shee. Uh, things are looking up a little bit, I guess. But uh, to have this fixture, and, and, and it's just the way the fixtures have come out, to be honest, uh, to have this one sitting on the back of your first win, uh, it's really, really difficult for them. Going away to Anselmians, I think uh, it, it's not going to be looking good for them. They are still languishing near the bottom of the table. Uh, the, end of the win against Aldrum Kersal lifted them from bottom to ninth. But uh, Anselmians playing record, uh, they've got the leanest defence in the league after six matches. They've only conceded 80 points and they've got the second most potent attack. Vagabonds, however, uh, slightly different story. Vagas picked up their first win last week. Now, it wasn't quite in the way that they would have wanted. It was uh, a win in the rule book rather than on the field of play. Old Bedians didn't turn up for the match and have uh, effectively conceded. The points have been awarded uh, subject to any appeal that goes in and we can see that Vagabonds uh, moved away from uh, the foot of the table in uh, ADM Regional 3. That said, uh, they haven't been performing particularly well on the pitch. They have gotten themselves off the bottom of the table, uh, but I think Ellesmere Port are right next to them. Uh, Ellesmere Port have actually won twice already this season. 
and they beat Southern Nomads in the Cheshire Bowl. 39-19, I think that game was. So it's going to be difficult for Vagabonds as well, I suspect. Ellesmere Port are going to be uh, pretty competitive. Uh, they've got a nice tight set of forwards there uh, over on Merseyside. And uh, again, it's, it's a little bit like Douglas. You feel from uh, pushing the, the boundaries, travelling away, it is going to benefit them probably in the long term. The players are going to get uh, plenty of experience, but um, I, I don't really see them coming back with much from this game. Vagabonds ladies, however, a slightly more positive note, they're at home, their first home game of the season. It's against Eccles. They've got pretty much a full-strength side out. Uh, the only real change that I can see on the team sheet there is that uh, uh, Corinna Daly's going to move from number eight into uh, prop forward. That, uh, I think, is because Jess Swales is unavailable. Oh, no, Jess Swales in there as well now. I'm looking down the team sheet a bit further. So not sure tactically why they've done that. But uh, Sophie Henry's there in the back row with Clara Townsend and Daly Sewell. Uh, those three are going to be very, very important in this game. Eccles are up there at the top end of the table. Vagabonds, I think, fourth at the moment. And uh, they're going to need to work hard. It's a two o'clock kickoff of Portishe if you're going along to watch that one. And the final fixture today is in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield, Castletown against Southern Nomads. There were three fixtures scheduled. Western Vikings should have been playing Ramsey. Uh, that one postponed earlier in the week because uh, Western Vikings players participating in a wedding celebration within the club. And the other game was called off quite late on. That was Emerging Nomads against Eastern Barbarians. Eastern Barbarians struggling to get a team out this week. Uh, so that's a combination between Douglas and Vagabonds. Uh, both of their first teams playing, but neither side able to uh, to generate enough players to help fulfil the uh, domestic fixture. So that will be uh, rescheduled at a later date. Castletown won once this season. Uh, they did beat the Eastern Barbarians. It was only a couple of weeks ago as well. Uh, but uh, Southern Nomads will be a team to watch out for here. Uh, they've already lost to their uh, Southern Nomads Greens. They've already lost to Southern Nomads Whites in the competition. And uh, they want to get themselves back on track and get themselves up there as uh, contenders for the title. And uh, they're going to have to start this with a win at Paulson Park. It's a tough little ground to win at. It's, uh, it's small. There's a bit of a slope on it as well. It may suit Castletown. And uh, Castletown may find their numbers swelled a little bit with uh, uh, a few uh, a few players from other clubs who aren't playing today might just make their way down to Paulson Park to uh, lend a shoulder to the wheel. But uh, on paper, it should be a straightforward win for Southern Nomads. Manx Radio Sport. And finally, turning to hockey, and the battles are intensifying at the top and bottom of the respective mixed divisions going into the latest round of fixtures on Saturday. I spoke to Ben Cunningham as ever to get his take on what's to come tomorrow. Fixtures across the Rossborough Mixed Premier League and then the mixed divisions 1, 2 and 3. No under-15s games this week. Well, we'll start with the Rossborough Mixed Premier League and the early pushback, 12.35. It's Vikings A and they take on Valkyries A at the NSC. Yeah, I think this will be a very close game. Valkyries A narrowly just lost out to Backers A last week. Vikings A definitely want to be keeping the push and push on to, you know, keep on Backers A's tailed it'll be a close one this one but i i think this one might end as a stalemate but we'll see and then three games at five past two pushing back on one of those at castle russian high school castletown celts and they host the current league leaders back as a yeah league leaders back as a against castletown celts this week castletown celts have really proven themselves this year they have been really pulling off some fantastic results 
I mean, last week they drew 5 all with Backers B, so maybe it might have been just that last week was a little bit of a blip, but, you know, I think, I'm sure this week they'll be gunning for this, and I definitely think they'll give Backers A a good game, but I think Backers A will just have it on paper. And then at the same time, the north of the island, Backers B, well, they're taking on Ramsey A. Yeah, Ramsey A got their first win last week of the season, and I'm sure they'll be wanting to keep up that winning form, but Backers B, you know, they've been pushing on as well so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out but I'm sure Ramsey will definitely be trying to get another win on the card this week and the other game at five past two in the Premier League this could be an important one at the other end of the table it's the battle of the B teams Vikings B against Valkyries B at the NSC yeah Vikings B bottom of the league with no points and Valkyries B second from bottom with only one point so this game really does have a lot riding on it I really can't call it because to be honest both teams have had pretty much the same season and It'd be interesting to see the, how it goes, but I mean, this this could this could be very important. This game. There are some intriguing ties all across the Premier League this weekend. But if you did have to pick one out as maybe the one to keep an eye on, which would it be? I'm gonna say that game, Vikings B against uh, Valkyries B, because I think there's a lot riding on that game. I mean, don't get me wrong, the other games have got lots to lots on, but I think that game's gonna be quite the big one. Very well. Let's uh, quickly take a look through the other divisions. Rossborough mixed Division One. We've got three games there. Yep, so at 11.05 at Castle Russian, we've got Vikings C against Castletown Southerners. At 2.05 at QE2, we have Valkyries C against Harlequins A. And at 3.35 at the National Sports Centre, we have Backers C against Vikings D. And that game in particular there, the 2.05 pushback at QE2, Valkyries C and Harlequins A. I mean, Harlequins A, you know, they've got a bit of a gap to make up, but a win at the weekend could just open up maybe some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Valkyrie C dropped a point last week, drawing with Castletown, and that definitely has been an eye-opener for Harlequins, and I'm sure they'll definitely be looking at making sure that this week they make the most of it and go and get the win, because like you say, it could really turn the tables and pull them back into this league challenge. Okay, let's move on to Rossborough Mixed Division 2. Three games there, and they're all pushing back at 12.35. Yep, so they're all at 12.35. So the first one is Castletown Camags against Vikings E and that's at Castle Russian High School the next one is Ramsey Rookies against Ramsey Ravens and that's at Ramsey and the final one in this league is Valkyries D against Castletown Cushags and that's at Peel and last but certainly not least Rossborough Mixed Division 3 yep so we have at 11.05 Valkyries Colts against Harlequins B at 11.05 again, this time at the NSC, we have Backers Colts against Harlequins C. And then at 3.30, we have Castletown Carags against uh, Backers D. And that's at 3.30 at Peel. Manx Radio Sport. That's all we have time for this evening. Many thanks to my guests again this week, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Well, now it's time to move on. Chris Kinley is up with you next, but from me until next time, it's bye for now.